Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Brett Jensen here with you on this Thursday night edition of Breaking with Brett Jensen. 704-570-1110. That's the telephone number as always. And guys, follow me on X at Brett underscore Jensen for all the latest in breaking news in and around the Charlotte area. Okay, so we've got a lot of things that we're going to get into today. I mean, obviously Kamala Harris, the vice president, was in town. I covered that. Scott Hamilton went to the CMPD press conference to talk about the 2023 crime stats in Charlotte. But we're going to start off tonight with this. Riley Gaines. If you don't know who Riley Gaines is, she's the former University of Kentucky swimmer who over the last 18 months has gained wide national fame. Riley rose to prominence when she was a swimmer at the University of Kentucky swimming for the national championships. And her senior year... The NCAA allowed a giant of a man who identified as a female to compete against women for the national championships. And not surprising, this person was winning and getting trophies and everything else. That person goes by the name of Leah Thomas. Well, Riley didn't stand for this. She's like, this is not fair. This person should not be swimming against us. The previous three years he was in college, he was swimming against men. Why all of a sudden is he now allowed to swim against women? So she has been taking this nationally and has made this a national fight. She spoke here in Raleigh a few uh, few months ago. She spoke in Congress. She spoke at states all over the country about trying to keep males who identify as females out of girls' sports, out of high school girls' sports, and out of women's college sports. They are males. Let them stay in their own lane. And she's been going around the country promoting this and the advocacy for women. She's actually like, look, this is about women's rights. This isn't about transgender. They're still males. And so she was like, like, at the end of the day, their muscle structure doesn't change. Their lung capacity doesn't change. Their heart size doesn't change. Their bone structure doesn't change. It doesn't matter what you do. At the end of the day, they're still bigger, stronger, faster. And it's not fair. So she's become extremely famous, extremely good on some side and not so good on the other side where the hardcore left and the trans communities and the gay communities and a lot of them do not like her and they consider her the Antichrist, if you will. But she's far from that, obviously. And she's extremely eloquent in the way she speaks and handles herself. And you would not believe that she's just, you know, a 23, 24 year old. You would not believe that she's only been out of college for 18 months when you hear this. This is a woman who spoke in front of Congress and spoke in front of the North Carolina legislature. And now I was the only one to get a sit down interview with her when she came to Charlotte yesterday. So here's the first half of my interview with Riley Gaines. The last 18 months. Can you even begin to describe what has transpired over the last 18 months? No, because I never would have imagined that it would be necessary to. Uh, It blows my mind. You know, you think about the platform you're able to build uh, and the impact that you're able to have and the relationships that, that you maintain and form simply for saying men and women are different. Uh, Like I said, it's just mind-blowing. I never could have prepared for this. This, of course, is never something I wanted to do, even still. Um, 
but you see a need and you're willing to fight for, for the need that you see, especially when you see people in powerful positions, leadership positions, who aren't willing to do so. Uh, so never could have imagined this, but here we are. Well, you've become the face, the poster child, if you will, of trying to protect women's rights in athletics. And you've also become the poster child of being, you know, transphobic. <laughs> it's both of those things. And your, your response in Capitol Hill, well, if I'm transphobic, then you're a misogynist. <laughs> and that gained a lot in national recognition right there. Did you have that particular statement just waiting to use it? Or did it just come to you naturally? So I, I wasn't prepared to use that by any means. Um, I, of course, was sat on the other end. I was on the witness table, and Ranking Member Lee, a Democrat representative from Pennsylvania, she starts reading her opening monologue. Uh, and in the, the first sentence she says, is she says, you know, I can't believe I'm forced to sit here and listen to this transphobic bigotry. And it hit me in that moment. I mean, I was really, like, truthfully, I was heartbroken because, I mean, this is the beating heart of American democracy, really the republic, uh, Congress. And I just got called a transphobic bigot by a sitting member of Congress. I mean, what a sad, really a sad thought. But it hit me in that moment. Why is it that being pro-woman is immediately deemed anti-trans? And by their own logic, wouldn't being pro-trans inherently be anti-woman? And what do we call someone who's anti-blatantly obvious at that anti-woman is we call them a misogynist. And so if we're going to do the whole name-calling thing, and I'm not saying I'm trying to stoop to their levels, but if, if that's really what we're going to do, then by her own standards, she's a misogynist. Uh, and it just hit me in that moment, and so I was debating saying it because I never want to be disrespectful. Um, but I found it necessary to say, and like you said, so did the overwhelming majority of Americans. Speaking with Riley Gaines, so... You came to North Carolina, you spoke in front of the General Assembly to talk about uh, the Fairness in Sports Act that wound up ultimately being passed that the governor tried to veto, but was overridden. Um, I know that you, you, know, you met with the Oklahoma governor as well, and then I saw the statements that you made about the Ohio governor actually vetoing it. How many of the states are you going to trying to promote this particular side? Gosh, I've been all over. Uh, now, North Carolina actually being the most recent uh, there are 23 states that have enacted some sort of fairness in women's sports bill. Uh, and I don't know the exact number, um, but I've been to probably just about every single one of them. Uh, like I said, this has been an issue now that I see, I see the trajectory of it if we don't have people willing to do what is right, willing to advocate for what is right, willing to advocate for truth and common sense and fairness and for women. Uh, so that's, of course, the stance I've taken. And, and speaking to North Carolina here, in this state, uh, it was like pulling teeth, even trying to get you know some of these Republican senators and representatives on board. Uh, and as you mentioned, Governor Cooper, he vetoed the legislation, which he joins a long list uh, of Democrat governors doing just this in Kentucky and, and um, uh, Kansas and Arkansas, Louisiana, um, all of these governors. Now Ohio ha has just joined the list uh, with Governor DeWine actually being a Republican governor. Uh, so anyways, there's been a lot of work here in North Carolina. There's been a, a lot of women, young girls, lose out on opportunities, be injured here in the state of North Carolina. Um, so it's, it's certainly been a battle here in this state, but ultimately um, we've prevailed. So good news. 
The scariest moment, was that at San Francisco? Probably. Um, that's something that's become increasingly common, which is, again, pretty sad to think about. All, again, for saying men and women are different. You're met with some of the most intense, hateful vitriol that you could ever possibly imagine. Uh, so in San Francisco, I was attacked. I was punched. I was ultimately held for ransom for four hours these protesters demanded that if I wanted to make it home to see my family safely again, I had to pay them money. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I've had people show up in my house. I've been spit on. I've been, you know, had drinks poured on me, bottles thrown at me again, just the most obscene things you could imagine. People have said, uh, but life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. I'm willing to take it on. Uh, again, that just doesn't really scare me uh, long term because, um, you know, my faith keeps me grounded for one. Uh, but I just am able to keep into perspective. Uh, that's not the majority. That is a very, very loud minority. Because of what's happened now in your notoriety and your fame, um, I know saw the podcast that you did with Sage Steele on Outkick. You were the first person to actually get her to talk about ESPN. And that's really hard to do for someone who's never been in interviews and to do interviews like that. So are you comfortable in your new role? Because you're in the media now. You're one of us. <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> no, I am. Um, you know, you, you learn to adapt um, by no means. Again, going back to a year and a half ago, uh, you know, I think back to my college public speaking courses I had to take and my face would turn the color of a tomato. Uh, and truthfully, about you know understanding our government, and I'm ashamed to admit it, I knew nothing. I knew we had three branches, and that's about all I knew about our civil process or civics in general. Uh, but gosh, I've learned so much, um, and I'm increasingly becoming more comfortable in front of a camera or with um, you know those the bright lights in your face. Um, you you just learn, and I'll tell you, Sage Steele uh, has been a role model for me. She's someone who is so kind and so genuine and always smiling, even in, in dealing with all the adversity and different things, lawsuits, all the things she's had to deal with. She is someone I truly admire. And I, I've met some really incredible people at ESPN. I think as, as a whole, uh, we know that ESPN is, is somewhat of a sinking ship owned by Disney and, and all that junk. Uh, but Sam Ponder, what an amazing human. I mean, there, I've just developed some really incredible friendships uh, with these, some of these women, even some of the men. David Pollack has been just absolutely stellar um, as well. Again, someone who's really strong in his faith. Um, and I'm so grateful for that, uh, realizing and understanding that even kind of these large 
uh, I'll use woke for lack of a better word, companies and organizations uh, who have been infiltrated with a lot of the DEI policies and different things. There are some really incredible people there who, who want to do the right thing. They just have their hands tied. I told you she was extremely good. So when we come back, I'm going to follow up with a little bit more questions. And I'm going to start off with a question about something that she did that went nationally viral. Millions and millions and millions of people saw this. And we're going to talk about that when we return. I'm Brett Jensen, and you're listening to Breaking with Brett Jensen. Welcome back to Breaking with Brett Jensen on this Thursday night. So we're going to continue with part two of my interview with Riley Gaines, the fascinating woman that travels the country that tries to talk about how things can be dangerous and just not fair for allowing men who identify as women to be allowed to compete in female sports. So when we left off, we were sort of talking about ESPN, but wait till you hear about something that she did to a former ESPN employee that went nationally viral, like crazy viral. So we're going to start off with that. So here's part two of my exclusive interview with Riley Gaines. Speaking of ESPN and some of the old guard, you did something that went extremely <laughs> viral. And it, it just, it, it, it took the country by storm. And it really did. When you did your response to Keith Oberman, how surprised were you that he even came after you and then said what he said? You know, I was, um, well, first of all, I didn't know who Keith Oberman was. Uh, so when this old man with like gray hair, who, if just looking at his social media profile seems to be senile, starts attacking me, I'd ask my dad, like, dad, who is this with my dad, of course, being, uh, you know, playing sports his whole life and, and watching ESPN. It was always on in our household growing up. My dad said, oh my gosh, Riley, you know, he was one of the ESPN greats, but of course he's fallen off. And so I'm looking at this. Uh, knowing that he's worked with ESPN and his attacks were th- to me uh, was he said I wasn't a good swimmer. I wasn't an accomplished athlete. Uh, so being an ESPN reporter, you know, my mind was kind of blown. Uh, and so I-, I thought to myself, you know, my motto has been don't punch down. Uh, don't give these people the attention they really want. But I truthfully, I, I couldn't resist myself. And so I made this video um, with some of my accolades, which includes, you know, uh, you know, five SEC titles, SEC record holder, which makes me one of the fastest Americans of all time, SEC scholar athlete of the year, SEC community service leader of the year, uh, 12-time All-American honors. And so I made this video back kind of displaying some of these accolades. Um, and it, it did. It, it went pretty viral because I think a lot of people, uh, they noticed <laughs> – Keith Olbermann and have also tried not to give him attention, but it was like, finally, someone clapped back <laughs> at this man. So, yeah, that was comical. Just a couple more minutes here with Riley Gaines. I'm curious, when all of this started in the Leah Thomas thing and the Swimming National Championships, were there people in your ear telling you to be quiet, not to say anything? Of course. Um, and I'll tell you, it's people who agreed with me, even people who said, well, well we know this is wrong, but... You know, just just be kind, just be respectful, just, you know, it'll be over, we'll sweep it under the rug, and then you can move on. Uh, but that wasn't good enough for me. Um, I'm very fortunate to have an incredible athletic director at University of Kentucky who never once tried to silence me. Uh, actually, quite the opposite. He told me, Riley, speak your heart, stay true to your convictions, know that we are behind you. That didn't happen anywhere else. That didn't happen at any other university. Uh, my coach was really phenomenal with me. Um, Lars Jorgensen, who uh, I couldn't be more grateful for him and his leadership. 
Um, my family was incredibly supportive. My friends, uh, of course, my husband. So, so having all of that support around me, uh, it's, it's ultimately what propagated me. Because if I wouldn't have had that, if I would have had an athletic director um, who just told me to, you know, don't paint the university in a bad light, which other university officials and administrators definitely did. Uh, but having my athletic director and coach uh, stand alongside me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have spoke out if it weren't for them. So uh, the support, it really does mean the world. And I understand why these other girls are quiet and submissive and silent is because the threats and the risk, they're real. And they're used and they're, you know, we were told you'll never get a job. You're, you'll never get into grad school. Uh, you'll lose your scholarship. You'll lose your playing time. You'll lose your friends if you speak out. The list goes on of, of tactics they use to keep us quiet. So I understand Last question here with Riley Gaines. I know you get this question all the time. At least I would assume you get this question all the time. I know you're fresh out of college, but when you start looking down the road, how many times do you get asked if you're going to jump in the <laughs> political realm, and what are your thoughts about that? Well, initially, I, my, my first thought is, who in the world would ever voluntarily do that to themselves? Uh, I have learned so much. I, I mentioned not knowing... Um, a lot about our, our civil process, but now I know too much. Uh, I've certainly been eye open to on both sides, you know, how, how this game, it's a game, how it works. Um, so it's kind of this, this internal battle, you know, we need good people in office who have the right intentions to do the right thing. Uh, but it's, it is a corrupt game. So do you want to involve yourself in that? I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, I think for the time being, of course, continuing in whatever capacity uh, the advocacy and activism work that's being done here because it truly is making a difference and we need people willing to fight to restore sanity in this country. Uh, so we'll see. I, um, I definitely won't. I mean, I won't rule anything out, but who would do that to themselves? <laughs> Raleigh, thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you. So thank you very much uh, and for all the work that you do. Very grateful. Just a very, very intelligent woman, a very fascinating human being, and she has strong conviction in her beliefs of what's fair and what's not fair. And considering where we were 10 years ago, could anyone ever imagine that this would be a thing? But it is a thing. It's a big thing. And people like Riley Gaines are out there trying to prevent it from getting even worse. So again, I can't thank her enough for actually taking the time to sit down with me for 15 minutes and didn't speak to another reporter in all of Charlotte and or North Carolina or South Carolina for that matter. So I really do appreciate her taking the time to talk to me. She could not have been nicer with her time and the way she interacted with everyone because she was a guest speaker at the Republican Women of Greater Charlotte's Club on Wednesday. And she could not have been nicer to everyone, taking photos with every single person that wanted a photo, shaking hands with every single person that wanted to shake hands. There were a few hundred people there, and nearly every single person there wanted to say hi to her or just be around her because she must have received, I think, four or five standing ovations throughout the day. And it was fascinating. She took the time and spoke to every single person, having genuine conversations with people. You don't get that. You don't get that a lot. So... Really, all the kudos in the world to her. And again, she was fascinating. And if you ever get a chance to hear one of her speeches, I strongly suggest you do it, even if it's on YouTube. All right, when we come back, the 2023 crime stats have been released and CMPD talked about it. We'll hear from that when we come back. But right now, let's swing on over to the WBT Newsroom with Anna Erickson.